0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to my podcast, the Infrastar Star Podcast. I am your host, Infrastar. Star. Thank you so much for joining me on this new episode. I greatly appreciate it. So today I just wanted uh, to start off by saying that um, I had a few ideas for episode two. And um, I kind of narrowed it down to uh, who's really the victim. And what I've gathered over the course of the past few days was some very harsh realizations about people who I have trusted that may not have actually meant me well. Or they may have meant you well, but, or meant me well, but in a way where it was beneficial to them. You know, it took me some time to. Come to the realization that the main people that you think won't will, and what I mean by that is there are people who we put a lot of trust into, that we may think the world of, that we may think like, well, what does this person has to gain from my situation, and then God shows you a way where a person has to gain from your situation. I'm sorry, my sinuses is, is starting to act up. I work outside. But anyway, um, it dawned on me today that there are people who will take advantage of a person in their most vulnerable state, in their most vulnerable moments in life. They will take advantage of a person when their defenses are down. When you're not paying attention. When you are actually looking for or seeking some type of truth for your life. And not only that sometimes. It's also times where you may be starting a new job. You may be going through certain transitions in your life. And it's in those very moments when you are vulnerable and you don't even know it because you're so consumed and distracted by the transitioning when it is happening. And it's very important that we remember to protect ourselves, our energy, and who we are at our core, even in those moments. And what I mean by protecting who we are at our core... I mean that we know who we are at a certain point in life. And even if you're still struggling to really find out who you are, I feel like deep down inside, you still know when you're a genuinely good person, you still know when. Not know when, but know who you are to a certain degree. Like you know your values or your morals, at least by, I would say, maybe age 25. Sometimes people go through life, go through harsher situations where, you know, they may learn that earlier. I find that trauma and... Things like that or something severe happening at an earlier age make us grow faster, especially when you have been in survival mode for so long. Um, you tend to not even know. Uh, well, I'll, I'll take that back. I'll recant that. Excuse me. When you are going through a certain trauma at a younger age, you tend to grow up faster. You tend to get your wisdom a lot quicker. Now, when you have been in survival mode, I feel like that time, who you are kind of drags out. It's kind of boggled down by the strife of life. Now, I'm going to get to the point of it being about victimhood. Now, you know, and I just said, yes, victimhood, where people, not only yourself, but people will impose that on you. And that's why I say you have to protect yourself at your core. Because people will take advantage of you even in your especially in your most vulnerable states. You have to understand this. You have to understand when another person realizes that you are starting to go through a level up, not even just a level up, but just a simple transition. It could be as, as simple as a breakup. When you go through those transitions, they see you as being vulnerable now when you're and they'll take that time- they'll take that and they'll find a way to use that against you. that's when they feel like you're able to be the easiest to be manipulated and how they make him slither in and, you know, do whatever they is that they need to do to try to persuade you into a certain direction, which is still manipulation at the end of the day. Manip- I, my first episode was based off manipulation. And I want you to understand how powerful it is for one to be able to get not only... To manipulate your mind, but your emotions into putting you into a victim mentality. Now, if you don't know what a victim is, of course I did, you know, and you you can kind of guess. I mean, everybody knows. Oh, he's there, the victim, or whatever. Somebody getting hurt. But there are things that I have learned that I have come across where it kind of shocked me one of them one in particular so the first one is a harmed or injured person the second one is a person who is tricked or duped and the third one is and this is the one that shocked me a living creature Killed as a religious sacrifice. Now, why that? Why that um, shocked me was because I was like a victim. Like really. So they see a sacrifice as a victim. You know, I, I, I never. It just never crossed my mind. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I just never don't know no, it just never came to me as that and when I thought about this I said hmm there are many things that people there are many times in history where people have used delivering sacrifices so it was I thought maybe And this is so weird and I don't want people to take this the wrong way. But I thought that that was, I thought it was just a sacrifice. I never looked at the uh, the creature as being a victim. I just didn't. I just didn't. I'm sorry about the noise. I'm still trying to figure out that clicking. I I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm still trying to figure out what that is. So being a victim and playing the victim. Or being victimized and playing the victim. Those are two very different things. Being victimized, I feel like, is kind of of the sense of I get more towards the creature killed or religious sacrifice or even the being tricked, the person being tricked or deep. I feel like that's a person that's being victimized. Even, I mean, even the one that's being harmed and, you know, injured person. I just feel like that type of victim was something more, more physical. And right now we're talking about more spiritually, more emotionally, more mentally. When a person plays a victim, I have found that they are, Hold don't know, let me get my notes. Yes, I'm old school. You may hear the paper in the background. I write everything down in a journal. You may see that people use that to seek attention or diffusion of responsibility is kind of what I've gotten from that. And a coping strategy. Now, when you think about a person playing the victim... I automatically assume that the person is usually the abuser that's automatically what I get when they when I look at a person who is playing the victim, they are the abuser now when a person is being victimized, however, when you like I said, was in the process of going throughout your life doing it doing whatever it is that you do, minding your business, drinking your water, and you're living your life however you so choose. And then someone comes along and they inflict negative situations on you. That's, I feel like that's being victimized. Where people will come along and bully you. I think bullying is a form of a person victimizing you. Now, granted, me personally, when I, excuse me, when. I think about being victimized, it it comes to me differently and brutally because me being, you know, I went through, to tell you a little bit about my story, I went through a situation where I was victimized, where I was put in a situation where I felt like I was taken advantage of, like extremely taken advantage of. I was put in a position where people saw people saw my generosity, my kindness and my what what they thought was vulnerability, my openness as weakness and they tried to use that against me. Now mind you, they did use it against me. However, I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't become the victim, that I didn't allow for the situation to happen to me because I didn't know any better. And I didn't know any better. In fact, I feel like God used that very situation to awaken me, to let me know, like, hey, sis, hey, babe, you're in the real world now. This is what it is. These, you're amongst the snakes, these are the type of people that you have to look out for in life. And, you know, growing up because of the bit of a toxic family dynamic that I grew up in, it didn't really dawn on me how bad it was. I was so used to it. It was like a normal to me. Can you and we don't we don't realize how the certain similar situations that we grow up in, we look for those when we get older or we attract those when we get older, when we haven't healed. And we track those because we're looking for that comfort because it feels familiar to us. So anything that doesn't feel familiar to us is going to make us feel uncomfortable at least for a period of time until we adjust. But some people are so against adjusting that, you know, we'll We'll just leave the situation altogether. I want you to understand that, just because things happen to us, that we all, at some point in our life, experience unfavorable situation situations does not mean that we can carry the victim card or that we have to allow ourselves to be victimized. When you become victimized when you start to allow for that to become a part of your identity it shifts your whole view of life your whole perspective of life you'll look at everything differently in your life your make your base your decision making off of you being a victim and when we do that We don't understand that we're giving our power away. We're taking away from ourselves when we do that because now we're not living a full life. Now we're putting our responsibilities off on someone else. And, and And it's crazy as it seems. We're putting our responsibilities off of the person who abused us. Because now we don't want to take responsibility for our own healing so that we can come out of the situation better than what we came in. And I know it sounds really hard. I know it sounds like, well, who are you to tell me that I'm being the victim? Well, if you're feeling triggered by anything that I'm saying, then this message is exactly for you. Now, I'm not here... To make people feel bad, contrary to what people may believe. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm here to simply allow for you. I'm I'm here for your great escape. This is your great escape. Being able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And just get the fuck out of Dodge. Allowing yourself to call back all your power from the person, from the abusers, from the people, that, from the naysayers, from that bully, from 10th grade, 5th grade, whatever grade. Right now at work, because I've had one of those two in my older age. It's time for you to take your power back. And even if you're not a victim. Even if you have healed. From anything that has caused you trauma. Have you. Thought about the lessons. That has come along with the trials you have faced the trauma you have faced have you allowed yourself to look at those things and to see why to say wow i came out of that god pulled me out of that he coached me out of that he guided me out of that You know, life after being a victim, like I said, alters your view. I don't care who you are. If you've been through something that was traumatizing enough, it does change you. And it can either change you for the worse or it can change you for the better. And I pray for the people where it changed for the worse where they just could not get over it where they didn't have enough faith or courage to fight against it because it is hard and you have to think about it you're going through trauma you're going through situations in life you're doing it every day then on top of that you still got bills to pay you still got some of us mouths to feed if not just our own. You see, at, if you're old enough at some point, you, you have some type of responsibility. And I say responsibility starts at a very young age, to be honest with you, because children are even responsible for their own things when they go to school. You know what I mean? They have their own responsibilities as well. So we're not going to sit right here and act like, you know, no one in this world has ever had any responsibilities. Let's just say babies, toddlers don't have responsibilities. None, none school-age kids doesn't have responsibilities. I feel like everybody else in life has responsibilities. My daughter, she's six. She has a responsibility to make sure she makes her bed. That's her responsibility. Cleaning her room is her responsibility. You know what I mean? So we teach people very early on about these things. And as some people, when misled, I will say, take the easy route or... Find the quickest way to be able to put their responsibilities off on another person. And you ever listen to a child who you tell them, hey, pick that up off the floor. And the first thing they say is, well, well, I didn't do it. So and so did it. So they understand at a very young age how to get out of things how to play the victim card and i'm not saying that we've never we and you know what sometimes you have to play the victim sometimes you have to pull that card because if you don't then people will run all over you sometimes you have to accept the fact that you have been the victim that it has been a part of your life and just knowing that as long as you understand that this is this is a time that I had that I went through and now I'm on the other side of that it's no longer who I am but it is a part of a past that helped shape me into the person that I am today and always be grateful because even in like you know we all know that even in the smallest of moments even with the Smallest situations, God uses those to help us. He'll He'll turn your pain into pleasure, and I know that sounds weird, but He will. Like He'll use the, the worst situation in the world, and then a with a however many months, years, minutes, weeks later, He'll show you why you went through it. And then you'll be grateful. Most people are. I hope so. Anyway, I know I would be. I know that I am. I know that it helped me get to where I am today. I know that I'm able to tell you what I'm telling you right now through my life experience and not something that I read out of a book. It was a few years ago. Um... Now, the situation I had going on is ongoing forever, as long as I stay working at where I work at. But um, it wasn't until a few years ago, I would say about maybe hmm, four, three to four years ago. Maybe maybe longer than that, but I'll, I'll give it three or four years where I realized, and it just kind of dawned on me one day, I was walking and I was like, I'm not a fucking. Vi- I'm not a victim. I'm nobody's victim. Nobody's gonna bully me. Nobody's gonna make me feel small or make me feel any type of way. Like, who are you? You look at that person in your and even if you can't look at that person, and I'm not telling you to confront anybody. No, I am not. I'm saying, if you could envision your abuser in your mind right now. Put them at the front of your mind right now. This is an exercise. Put them at the front of your brain right now. Close your eyes and see your abuser. Or it could be a situation. It could be something that you're afraid of. It could be any type of fear. Doesn't necessarily even have to be a person. Okay? I want you to close your eyes and I want you to envision it. I want you to think about it. And I want you to ask... That thing. Who the fuck are you? And why do you think. You have power over me. Who are you? I want you to talk to it. And I want you to pull your power back from it. And by and what I mean by pulling your power back. I mean by. Acknowledging in this moment that you are the controller of your life. Nothing or anyone can control your life or dictate who you are but you. God assists you. If you believe in God, I'm sorry. I know some people don't, but here on this podcast, we believe in God. and We love God. God is us and he is in us and we are grateful for him every day of our life. But outside of that, I don't know if you've opened your eyes. I'm sorry, but I want you to understand in this moment that you are the writer No one can inflict their ideas of who you are on you because you are not the ideas of someone else. You are who you are. You are who God said that you are. And you tell that thing that you feel like is trying to belittle you or victimize you or make you feel small in whatever way possible, That it uses. You tell it to fuck off. Now you can open your eyes. (laughs) And. You say to yourself. I got this. I don't know. What you thought. Or how you thought this was going to go. But. um, This ain't that. Pull your power back. And understand that you are a very powerful being and no one in this world can take that from you. Nothing in this world, world, can take that from you. The only being that can take that from you is God. God can take whatever. He can change whatever. You know, that's why I always tell people, always be grateful for what you have in the moment. It doesn't necessarily mean, just because you're grateful for what you have in the moment doesn't mean that God won't bless you with more. In fact, if you are grateful, He will bless you with more. Because that means that He can trust you you with what He's giving you now. But know that God won't ever make you the victim. God won't ever make you be something that is meant to stop you in life. Now granted you may go through a season where you are being inflicted or you are being tried but that is that is that is being well that is character building is what I was trying to say. It's character building. He's molding you into the person that you need to be when you get to a point in your life where you're going to have to use all those skills that you've learned over the course of those years, or or time frame period of when you went through whatever you went through. Now, granted, with me, you know, it took me some time to, excuse me, come through, come to the realization that I was being. Built into the person I am today, and I say built because now, now I've gotten into fights when I was younger. Yes, little fist fights or whatever, but I was never able to to handle myself in a way where I was strong enough to stand not to not to physically fight, but to spiritually fight, to mentally fight. Those things and I was physically strong, but it was like spiritual building of my spirit and it just kind of like and how I'm trying to use it. It's like the idea of bodybuilding, how you build your body up into what you want it to be. Your situations in life build you up into the person you're supposed to be at your core. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm grateful for what I went through because it got me to where I am. And it also makes a difference in my parenting. And I'm grateful for that. I, think, I thank God for the situations that I've been through no matter how hard they were and they were really really hard. They were really hard. I don't know a person and I'm pretty sure there are people who have been through a lot worse than me. Nobody's experience is is nobody's experience is worse than the next person's experience. I like to tell people not to try to measure experiences. And I understand that in the mind of someone, you know, it was like, you know, well, I went through something very terrible. And yes, and people go through stuff very, very, that is it, that very, very terrible. We do. Some people do go through a lot worse than what you went through, than what I went through. And who's to say that if we went through what the next person went through, that we would survive. And that's how I tell people to choose to look at it. So that we we don't become... Not necessarily... I, w- I don't know why I want to say envious, and I know envious isn't the word, but... So that we don't become so, I guess, shallow in our thinking to where we're not understanding that someone else's experience is there alone and our minds is worse or we're not having a you-know-what measuring contest. Let's just say that. We don't want to do that. We don't want to invalidate someone else's situation simply because we feel like it wasn't as harsh as our own because if mine was me being bullied and being lied on and being mistreated for mistreated for years one person may say oh just get some thick skin but if another person went through it, you know, and people have where they've snapped and they've hurt people and thank God that I that, that not ever crossed my mind. Because I knew at the end of the day that God got me. And And I'm grateful for that because there are people who do not have that. There are people who did not understand or know to call on God. Do you understand that? There are people in this world right now who go through some of the worst of things who all they had to do or all they have to do is just talk to God about it. Ask God about it. Ask for his help. I'm telling you, he's going to show up. He may not show up in the way that you want him to in the moment. Oh, but best believe, baby, he's showing up and he's going to show out for you. I'm telling you every single time. And sometimes the least when it's when you need him the most and you and you feel him the least. I am a huge testament of that. I have so much faith in God. I have, I'm grateful, truly. And I know that a lot of people are. And a lot of people should be. More people should be. So I want you to Think about when you have been in a moment or a situation where that may have not been favorable for you and try to remember how you felt in that moment. Think about a situation that had hurt you and you felt like you were made a victim and try to remember how you felt. And in that very moment, and right now, feeling that right now, that moment right now, I don't want... You to relive that situation, of course. But I want you to remember, because you won't ever forget it. You won't ever forget it. It is. It will always be a part of you. Always. I don't care how much you've healed. It will always be a part of you. Now, it, it doesn't make you who you are, but I want you to... Think about that the next time you see somebody else who's going through something. And I want you to understand or, or grant grace to a person who you see is going through. Not And it doesn't even necessarily have to be a similar situation. Just seeing that, damn, this person is going through it. And I know that they're hurting because I've been through it. And I know how that feels. And I want you to... If you can, just offer some words of encouragement. If they, you know, if it's warranted, you know what I mean? Just don't go around helping people because sometimes, you know, people always don't like to be helped. And people and I and I found that people a lot of people don't want to know the solution to their problem. But if you know a person is willing to hear you, be willing to offer a word of encouragement. you know, I am, I, I like Chris Brown and I'm going to end it on this. I'm going to end it on this. I like Chris Brown. I do. I like his music a lot. Um, I feel like he is a wonderful artist when it comes to his music and when it comes to his artwork, I think he's extremely talented, extremely talented. I think he has consumed himself in his career due to his past transgressions and the things that has the situation that the terrible situations that he has ended up in. And I was online the other day and they were talking about how he, when he did the interview with the guy funny Marco and he kept adjusting himself in a seat. And the guy was like in the comments, he was like when you got something in your system and the chair doesn't feel right. And you know, he went from being the abuser and being the the mean person, and you know, the fighter to now, now is now is now it's drugs. Now it's him doing coke. Now it's him being alcoholic or whatever it is he so chooses to dabble in because it's none of my business and I don't care. It has nothing at all to do what he does. What man, that man does outside of music has nothing at all to do with me. Okay. It has nothing at all to do with any of us. Let's just make that clear. That goes for any artist. Now, granted, some of them get online and they want to show a part of their life and that's okay. But we are not put... Who, who made us the judge of anybody? No, we're not the judge of anybody. We're only the judge of ourselves. And we can have our opinions. You know, and we keep our opinions to ourselves. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Now, I know that's easier said than done because people are just mean and and it's going to happen. But if you can help it, then you can help it. Now, granted, I'm not perfect. I'm not. I'm not perfect. I may say something to somebody. You know, there's two sides to me. and I And I accept that. There is my light side and my shadow side, and they are equally balanced. They are equally yoked. I know when I have to protect myself, and I know when, you know... It's time to be the softer version of myself. But in that moment when that guy said that and I said to him, I said, well, I wonder if you could handle being as big a star as he is, going through the terrible things that he went through at such a young age, being bashed by the public, but not only them bashing him, but bashing his family bashing his mother i wonder would you be able to handle that how would you cope with that and i'm not giving chris brown an excuse to do whatever he's doing like i said i don't know we don't really know what that man does i don't know if he's ever came out and said hey i do this you know what i mean now if he's doing anything then that's that's his prerogative that's his life as long as he's healthy he if i tell i used to tell my mother this all the time look if they ain't hurting me, if they ain't hurting nobody, if it ain't if you if you want to do something, and it's not hurting you and it's not hurting anybody else, and you're doing it safely, do you boo? Like I'm not telling anybody to go out and hurt themselves or do things and take drugs or anything. No, no now that's not what I'm saying. Let me make that very clear. But. If you want to paint, paint. If you want to draw, draw. If you if you feel like you want to go out partying, go out partying. As long as you're doing it in a healthy way, let's just be honest. But when this guy said this, I was shocked at the fact that he thought that there was some cool shit to say. <laughs> he really thought that there was some cool shit to say. Like... Really, dude? And who are you? Could you go through it? How would your mind be? Grant people grace. Remember when you went through that thing that messed you up, and you did whatever you had to do to cope and i'm not and I'm not giving nobody I am not. I am not making an excuse for anybody. I do not promote drugs. I do not do drugs. Okay? Let's just be clear with that before we move any further. We're going to allow people grace. And we're going to acknowledge that some people are some very, very hurt souls. People who hasn't had the chance to come out of the other side of their victimhood. And they do whatever they can to get through it. Whether it be drawing, whether it be painting, whether it be Writing. And I think on the Funny Marco uh, video, I think he said he had over like 10,000 songs. That man be working. And it shows in his music that he releases. He be working. It's a really good... I think... He does what he does with music-wise because of the stuff that he's went through. He's went harder. So... Yeah, I'm leaving it on that note. But hopefully you have gotten something out of this message today. And I am grateful that you have stopped by to try to learn something. Thank you so much. Even if you didn't learn anything, I hope you just feel better about your situation and know that God got you, okay? And don't allow for other people to manipulate you or your energy. All right? Stay balanced, stay blessed, peace.